Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here once again with my co-host Frank Santo Padre for another edition of Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. And we're once again joined by flypaperless. What? Grable. What does he, even make sense? He won't use flypaper. He's, <laughs> what? He's, he's in a, a religion that forbids the use of flypaper. What are you, Marcel Duchamp? <laughs> you just turn into Dadaism. <laughs> Cubist flypaper. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I can't even follow the show. You know yeah. the odd, the odd thing is he's nobody nobody knows that I have never used flypaper. He had, there were so many other See? body parts for you to, <laughs> to work to work your way through. He could have been lungless, earless, ankleless. You go to flypaper and asterisk. Flypaper and asterisk. <laughs> make any sense? He's he's a pathetic individual. <laughs> How's that you, red wine, Gil? You don't, know, at the bottom? <laughs> you don't know how I struggle to get here every week. <laughs> Especially with the flies attacking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he hears every second of how would his you life. Like, how would you like 50 years of that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this show has ceased to make any sense to me. Here we go. <laughs> We're doing a mini. You 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 probably caught on from the title. Uh, we do a little thing on Patreon. Yes. <laughs> just staring at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gilbert, you're cut uh, off. Yes. I'm taking that wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little thing from Patreon from our guests called Gilbert Sings, mm-hmm. where we uh, we're guests. What am I saying? Where <laughs> listeners, not guests, where listeners suggest songs that they want Gilbert to sing. And by right. the way, uh, we're going to have to open that door because it's so hot in here that I'm starting it's, to fade. I just started noticing yeah. that. Can you crack that thing? Yeah, and if, I'll I can, bre- if I can get there. Yeah, and I'll break this. Yeah, it's turning into a sweat box Jesus. in here. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve Lawrence and the Blues Brothers. Thank you. And and what makes it worse. you got to either crank the air or leave that open because we're what? fading. Yeah. Thank you. We'll edit that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what what makes it worse is Raybone doesn't have any pores. So he can't sweat. <laughs> My God. You don't know how hot it is in here. <laughs> He's poreless. Poreless. Came from an Edgar Allan Poe family. Yeah. <laughs> no pores. The no man pores. has no pores. Edgar uh, pores. As I was saying. Yes. Our listeners occasionally will go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. Which we invite them to do. We're and we take your... ideas for producer of the but month. But you know, he gives us pores. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be silliness, yes. isn't it? And we, we, For a minute there, you slipped into your matinee idol voice. I did I? It was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh-huh. A little John Fazenda. <laughs> Frozen tundra. <laughs> <laughs> Lambeau Field. They uh, they will occasionally suggest songs mm-hmm. for Gilbert yes. to sing. I was going to say that your version of Peter Laurie doing "Goodbye Yellow they Brick Road" that. went crazy. It went viral. Yeah. The kids loved it. <laughs> they couldn't get enough of it. The kids are there, rock and roll. The forty-five music. version was flying off the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> so now that the bar has been raised, we're going to lower it again. Uh, These are three suggestions from our listeners. Uh, Derek Herr, Derek 
Horror. Or her. Huff Hines. Derek, huh? Derek H-E-R-R, who I believe is the gentleman who also suggested that you do Peter Laurie uh, covering Elton John. He has a request. Uh-oh. Um, and he would like you, this is what he wrote on Patreon, I would like to hear Gilbert sing my favorite things <laughs> from The Sound of Music in the style of a young Jerry Lewis who doesn't okay. know all the lyrics and then slips into mock Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fairly, Do you fairly think, specific this request. This is a very specific request. Do you think you can handle this? Uh, yeah, I think that the, the Beatles used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to try this. It's going to be an, yeah. an abomination, but mm. hopefully fun. Frankie, it's song number one. Gil, wait for your cue. Okay. Raindrops on roses... Raindrops and whiskers on bright copper kettles and wooden pivots and brown paper potions with drinks and the thing and a few things of my favorite things are a few of my favorite things. Girls in white Green dresses with cream colored ponies and apples and eyelashes and spinchel with white and the bees and get and my favorite <laughs> you want to try to get on meter this time? <laughs> That's asking a lot. Raindrops on roses and poaches and tigers. and ginger and packets of sand. Green colored bitches with apple strudel and he eats a plate of noodles and he doesn't have a moon on his face. I think. Girls in white versions and even snowflakes and silver white winters and snowdles in air. I think I might be when the bees, when I I heard, uh, I heard cream-colored persons. Oh, I, heard of, I heard bags of sand <laughs> at one point. Did you say that? You forgot to go into, into Hebrew. But yeah, 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 yeah. Not, he said schnitzel. Matter. That's pretty he close. He said schnitzel. He didn't say, did you say kugel at one point? <laughs> I <laughs> said kugel. I'm sorry to make you, you know, work so hard, but that was worth it. It, it. it just makes me think that. You know, thank God for Julie Andrews that she's not around to hear this. You know, uh, spare this. She's she's alive. Is she? Yeah, Julie Andrews. Yeah. Oh, so now we <laughs> she killed, she killed Julie, Julie Andrews. Killed her off. She's so we, with us. Okay, oh. we could pretty much write off Julie Andrews <laughs> doing it once <laughs> Raybone killed her. You know, we we asked Julie Andrews. Do you remember when oh, we were yeah. down at Tribeca? <laughs> yeah. We asked Julie Andrews, and we, we she was very polite about it. 
She she it was a scheduling problem. Can you imagine? We you oh. and I would have been sitting in the in in front of an audience with in a Mary theater Poppins. with Mary Poppins. Uh, we did we did get Barry Levinson uh, uh, though, and he was wonderful. Oh, terrific! Yeah. he was great in The Sound of Music. Also great. Yes. Yeah, he was he was lethal. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> Uh, thanks for killing off Julie Andrews. Yeah, well, that's if if she would have been dead, that would have been a real scheduling well, problem. Rogers and Hammerstein are dead. We're sure. Uh, so, but Ju- <laughs> Julie is with us. Uh, so is the great Christopher Plummer, whom I just had the pleasure to meet. Uh, here's another one, Gil. That was hey, fun. Have we ever had? Uh, tried Christopher Plummer? No, I didn't approach him. Um, but uh, we could. I know his publicist. I, I think, think he'd do he, it. I, I he's don't fun. Know. He he was walking around the set telling jokes. Yeah, so oh, he's that's fun. Good. Yeah. If not, I can probably get Roto Rooter. <laughs> he, I, I, cause he, I heard, and he admits he was like a jerk back then. He says how much he hated anything to do with Sound of Music. Oh yeah, he's 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 basically put it down for years. Yeah. Yeah. Not him singing, by the way. That's uh, that's his voice oh, being that right? that's his uh, voice being looped. In. Yeah, Julie Andrews, I believe, is the only main character actually singing. But then finally, I he did wrong. say he was like, you know, kind of stuck up because he had been doing a lot of classic. Yeah, who's theater. had a better career than him? Terrific career. And we talked about on this show uh, the Great Murder by Decree, which he pl- in which he plays Sherlock Holmes. And yeah, if you can't if you've not seen that film, not, so that watch sounds, it immediately. That right up my alley with there. James Mason as as, as Watson. That's a great one. Here's request number two. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Donald Sutherland's in it. Is that Genevieve, where... Jean-Vivre Bijot. <laughs> is that where James Mason is organizing his peas Peace. in a place? Yeah, he's trying to scoop up, he's trying to spear a yes. pea. And and Plummer walks over and mashes it. Yes. And hands you, it to him. You mashed up my peas. That's it. That's I it. I had to organize and you mashed up my peas. It's a terrific <laughs> movie. Uh, it's a mashup, really, about Holmes uh, pursuing Jack the Ripper. You know what was mm. a, a... Terrific. Directed by the, the guy that made Porky's, of all people, Bob Clark. Yeah. You know what was a strange Holmes was Robert Duvall. He, he didn't. He, he played play? Watson. Oh, he Watson. I mean, he played Watson in. Yeah. Uh, to, in I believe in the Seven Percent Solution. Was that Nicole, Nicole Williamson? Nicole Williamson. Yeah. Yeah. And he was Watson. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, that was very. I peculiar. do like that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah written to Nicholas Meyer. Yeah. Is is Alan Arkin in that? No, Alan. Ar- uh, yes, uh, Alan Arkin is uh, is Freud. Yes. And he and and Nicole Williamson is is Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Seven percent solution. Uh, shall I double check? Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, because I think Joel Gray's in it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's Moriarty. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's and, a good one. And there's a movie where I think I haven't seen it in ages. I think Olivier plays Moriarty in some movie. Oh God, which one is that? Um, I'll have to get Raybone on that. It, Alan Arkin plays Freud, and and Nicole Williamson is is Holmes in the Seven Percent Solution. We, uh, the other one was Olivier playing what? He played uh, uh, the Moriarty. villain Moriarty. Oh, Moriarty. Yeah, but I, it's not that one. And in the okay. one with Olivier, they make Moriarty like a sympathetic character. Like, now, why don't I know this? He was a teacher that Sherlock Holmes just didn't like. I really should know this. And and villainized him, but he really wasn't a bad guy. Um, see Murder by Decree, if yeah. you can, Paul. 
Okay. We talked about yeah. it. We did a whole mini episode. Oh, and then there was the, wasn't there a Sherlock Holmes with George C. Scott? I Maybe. That sounds right. There's a good one. There's a, there's a good comedy. The Holmes comedy with uh, Michael Caine uh, is fun. And Ben Kingsley oh, as okay. Watson. And the, the name of the damn movie just went out of, went out of my head. Is it without a clue? It's fun. Uh, let's do this other one, this other request, while he finds Olivier as Moriarty. Uh, this is from Paul Ekstrom. And he says, hey, guys, I think it'd be fun to hear the Beverly Hillbillies theme. Oh, jeez. Sung by John MacGyver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert is groaning. If he wasn't drunk, he'd be turning down these requests. Yeah. Uh, you want to try this? Hey, Andy. <laughs> Paul, how's your research coming? I'm coming. <clears throat> I'll have something. How I'm long coming. Is this, I'm coming. How long is this episode? I don't know. But since well, since you thought Julie Andrews was well, dead, just, I'm not confident. vamp for a while. Yeah, I? we'll vamp. <laughs> Gil, what do you think of this? I'll try it. Uh, by the way, quickly, on my favorite things written by uh, Rogers and Hammerstein, uh, the song finished at number 64 on AFI's 100 Years, 100 Songs, the top tunes in the history of American cinema, which is interesting. And it was covered by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Oh. Did you know that? Oh, we got to get Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert would Herb be Albert great. Be he was wonderful. on with uh, Conniff and Fugelsang. So we, we talked about 7% Solution. Yeah. Is that the one with Olivier? Lawrence Olivier plays Moriarty. Son of a bitch. That's it. That's yeah. the one. I, and I think Fugelsang, which one was this? 7% uh, Solution. And he made him a largely innocent man who a deluded Holmes is convinced is a criminal mastermind. Yes. I haven't seen and that he was really just like the 80s, teacher. and I've yeah. really forgotten it. That Sherlock Holmes yeah. had who he didn't like. Yeah, that's right. Good stuff. That only took you 45 minutes to find. Well, I, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. this uh, The Beverly Hillbillies theme is actually <clears throat> called The Ballad of Jed Clampett. Oh, okay. And we're going to take a shot at this. And maybe you can uh, John MacGyver it up okay. a little bit. What do you think, Frank? What's the cue? Bubbled and crude? Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how Gilbert does. Here we go. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor bounder barely kept his family fed. Still on the first line. The first thing you know. Oh, little Jed's a And they're punching 25 in. And he has unarrival. And he's not. Double time. And with the Okay. Wait, there's more lyrics. <laughs> what happened to John MacGyver? <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did John MacGyver morph into Jerry Lewis? Uh, that was well, John MacGyver. Well, they were both in Who's Minding the Store. There you go. So there That's you go. Good. It's a natural. That's good. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast after this. Two things about the Ballad of Jed Clampett, yes. written by Paul Henning, who created all of those shows, who was kind of yeah. a genius, really. Yeah. He created Green Acres and Petticoat Junction. And, so he uh, was pretty shameless. <laughs> he was pretty shameless <laughs> yeah. uh, and pretty rich. Um, let's see. 
the Beverly Hillbillies, uh, during the original run of the show, special lyrics, Gil, you'll like this, were written and inserted into the opening theme advertising regular sponsor, regular sponsors such as Kellogg's Cereal and Winston Cigarettes. Oh. So they changed the lyrics, uh, which is fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is typically edited out of public domain releases of these episodes for, for reasons that are not explained here. Uh, the musicians were, uh, we always talk about how, no, no matter how bad the songs are, the musicians are always wonderful. Yep, yep. Uh, Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs. Oh, can't do better than that. Yeah. Um, let's see. During the presidential campaign, the Bill Clinton presidential campaign, Saturday Night Live staged a spoof of the song, uh, substituting uh, Bill Clinton's name for Jed Clampett's. Um, and Bela Fleck. Are you familiar with Bela, Bela Fleck? Bela Fleck, jazz banjo player. You bet. Yep. Often plays this ballad in concert. How about that? I don't. I am Bela Fleck. <laughs> <laughs> you should meet Bela Fleck. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I was going to send you an article. I don't know if it was Me TV or somewhere. Somebody. And I'll send it to you after this. But I do the music. I do the banjo. <laughs> Somebody listed all the greatest Draculas. They ranked the greatest Draculas. Yeah. And and Dracula Gottfried was nowhere to be found oh, on the list. Oh, see, then it doesn't count. It's an outrage. You know what it's like? Uh, one time they did an entire thing in a magazine. And I think it was a movie magazine. All the people who were uh, Nixon. Mm-hmm. And they left out David Fry. Right. And David Fry should have been. Maybe first they meant up. people who were actors who played yeah. Nixon. But I think they included like Rich Little in it. Or <laughs> oh my something. God. <laughs> but David Fry. Dan Hedaya yeah. made a good Nixon yeah, oh, in a movie oh, called Dick. Yes. Yeah. But they did, you know, they put in. Uh, so it wasn't movies because. They put in Dan Aykroyd. Oh, really? Would do it. Now, how do you leave David Fry out? I insane. That's bizarre. That's when when I when you read these articles and you go, this person doesn't know. Right, right. Well, they're you know, they're often written by young people. There is a missing verse from the Ballad of Jed Clampett. Did you know this? No. no. Old Jed bought a mansion, lordy it was swank. Next door neighbors, the president of the bank. A lot of folks complaining, but the banker found no fault. Because all Jed's millions was a sitting in the vault. Redemption funds, stocks and bonds. <laughs> Did you Gee, know this existed? No. I, it Redemption, was never used in the show. Redemption funds, stocks and yeah, bonds. Yeah, found this. Written by written by Paul Henning. Yeah. And then Fred Silverman came to CBS and canceled all of those Paul Henning shows. Oh. They, t right. they, they got rid of all the corn pone. Oh, they got wow. rid of uh, Green Acres and uh, and Petticoat and Junction. What and what still always makes me laugh because I was I I believe this too, that this was like this totally different culture, this Southern yeah. and little you know hillbillies and stuff, and then years later you realize. It was old Jews writing this stuff <laughs> and Jews directing right. it. Right. Like Aaron Rubin when, and, yes. and Sheldon Leonard putting uh, yeah. uh, Gomer Pyle on the air. <laughs> right, right, right. All, all Jews. Yeah, they were putting on hee-haw. All Jews all the time. <laughs> well, that shows the depth of the creativity. Yes, right there. And the, the lone surviving cast member of, uh, of the Beverly Hillbillies was a guest on this podcast, Max Baer Jr., Oh, remember we had Jethro? Oh, of course. We talked to him from your apartment. That was a very strange day. Very peculiar. Good guy. Here's the third and final song request. 
I almost feel like it's the Carson bit. This and is the, you know, this this is nice the last, last envelope. Yeah, you know right. what's nice with the the Max Bayer episode is we got to talk about how his father was treated unfairly yes. in Cinderella Man. And then Bierko called and, and talked to him about it. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Because yeah, Craig played him played his father in the movie and they felt just, guilty. They mm-hmm. just said, oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. And he wasn't. Uh, I neglected to admit, did I say Paul Ekstrom was the person who recommended the the ballot? Yes, requested the ballot of... Here's the last one, Gil. This is from our friend Mason Wood. And this may be the strangest request we've ever had for know, Gilbert The one that we started Sings. off with was pretty strange. But... <laughs> My favorite things is Jerry yeah, Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a nice Jerry tribute. Oh, yes. You did. I don't yes. know why Mag- how MacGyver morphed into Jerry Lewis, but fuck it. <laughs> Uh, Mason says, I'm feeling kind of 70s. Yeah. I'm feeling 70s, and I want to hear Gilbert, Gilbert's interpretation. And I think the world is ready for Gilbert's interpretation of Helen Reddy's I Am Woman. Yeah. Okay. Just as me? Huh? As Just me. as you. Ah. <laughs> so as, you, know, as you, you don't have to work that hard. As you yeah. as a woman. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll try not to morph into Jerry. <laughs> hey, you've never, you never do, with all the impressions you do, you don't do any women oh, in your act. Yeah, and you know, one day I'll have to do, when I was a kid, yeah, I used to imitate Carol Channing. You did? She, she'd be on TV all the time. Like, so when Mario's in here for the Christmas yeah, oh, episode, we can do I have to get you guys to do dueling <laughs> Carol Channing. <laughs> Carol Channing's still with us, by the way. Is that right? Pushing 100. Wow. Yeah, she's been around. Now, Sean, and she did- was in Skidoo. Did Jaja finally drop dead? Jaja's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jaja's gone. We lost Jaja. As Tom Lee now Jaja was one of those cases of really someone who should have died years ago. Yes, as as Bob Einstein said so eloquently on this show, she was second base at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Sometimes this show is a tribute. And sometimes it's something else. We've, I heard I heard people hated Helen Reddy. Uh, I don't know about that. She's around. Yeah? She's okay, ar- well, she won't be doing this. <laughs> she's around, <laughs> Helen Reddy. I heard I, she's, she's, on my, she's on my list. I heard she's dead. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Just Julie Andrews. No, Julie yeah. Andrews, right? Uh, I, and and I, we, I just want to once again announce Julie Andrews is dead. And our heart goes with her family Stop now. and loved ones. The great Julie Andrews cut it out. has just died. Now cut okay. that out. We're going to try this. We're going to regret this. Did I apologize we're, we're to Rogers and Hammerstein? Paul's, Paul's going to tweet this in an hour. And it's going to go viral. I, I forget where I heard this. Let's not. Uh, you want to try this third one, Frankie? Sure. Here we go. Gilbert, this one actually has an intro. Oh. So you got a little a little ramp. Okay. Session musicians again. Yep. Here, I'll cue you, Gil. I am woman, hear me roar, and I'm just too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend. A little faster. But I've heard it all before. And I'm down there on the floor. No one's ever gonna keep me down again. Oh, yes, I am wise, but there's wisdom for the pain. And yes, I paid the price, but look how much I've gained. 
And if I had to, I could do anything. I am strong, strong. I am invincible, invincible. I am We need a Dara here Facebook living that. I got a little footage uh, of it. I think I'm in love. I'm not sure. Frank, I, Frank, can I hear the audio on this? No, probably not. It's just, it'll be, no, no, I mean on, on my recording. Yeah. It'll just be Gilbert Acapella singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Yes. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have to apologize for to a lot of people now for that one because that's a that's a feminist anthem and and especially to the family of Julie Andrews who sadly passed away today. Our heart goes with oh, her Lord. children and grandchildren. Let's not kill Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Her her beloved ex is gone, Blake Edwards. That's right. But Julie is with us. I, I've never heard Gilbert. Quite so moving. Yeah. Yes. I yes. want to and bury this episode because we want to get Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Blake, this getting out. Blake Edwards uh, said at his aunt's funeral, dead aunt, dead aunt, dead aunt, dead aunt, dead aunt, dead aunt. Very nice. Yes. Right. <laughs> Isn't that Henry Mancini, that joke? You changed oh, it. Oh, I apologizes to ants. Well, anyone involved. In the Pink Panther. The Pink Panther. Yeah, I think it was Mancini. Yeah. Uh, to Helen Reddy, this song's message reaches beyond feminism. It's not just for women. There you go. Oh. It's a general <laughs> empowerment song about feeling good about yourself. That's bullshit. You feel empowered. <laughs> yeah, go, Gilbert. You particularly look empowered. That but... was a very annoying song. <laughs> you got to see the top she's wearing in the video that, that Frank sent uh, Yeah, here. that was from the Midnight Special. I always liked that song. Um, but uh, she uh, she was supposed to do an album for Capitol Records. And, uh, and then she died. No, she yeah. is <laughs> Helen, Helen Reddy, <laughs> also alive and well. Helen Reddy passed away <laughs> in a bizarre suicide pact with Julie Andrews. <laughs> After, after, after a hearing your two renditions of these of their songs, after, can you blame them? After a secret lesbian marriage, <laughs> Helen Reddy and Julie Andrews oh, both commit suicide. Is that, is that Arnie Kogan? <laughs> the Arnie Kogan laugh. God bless Arnie. Uh, you'll appreciate this. The, uh, more than a year later, the song was picked to run behind the opening credits of a movie called Stand Up and Be Counted, a Hollywood women's lib comedy starring Jacqueline Bissett, Loretta Swit, and another guy we can't get, Steve Lawrence. Oh, boy, yes, yeah, Steve Lawrence just won't do it. No, yeah. I, got, I even asked Arnie. Um, by the way, the session musicians backing her, Mike Deasy, Jim Horn, Jim Gordon, uh, the great Leland Sklar, who worked with Linda Ronstadt, mm-hmm. Jen Jackson Brown, the best people. And we always say this on the show that no, no matter how cheesy the song is, I actually like this song, but the production. Yeah. The production and the and the, and the session musicians. Yeah, and then, you know, those guys walk into the room, they look at the music for about 10 minutes and they're ready to go and they play it spectacularly the first time. Yeah, I, and yes. I have to say, in a, in, a, in a circle back to the Phil Collins comment that I got some flack for for the episode that came out this morning. Yeah. 
Leland Scar was Phil Collins' bass player for yeah, tour. He, he's around tour. still. Yeah, he's amazing. And, yeah, he and is amazing. The other thing is All a those lot guys. of these hits, like the the, you know, the catchy parts of it, the like the hook. I I was trying to think of that word. The hook that everyone remembers was like a studio musician that was just fucking around. Said, yeah. "How about this?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you did you notice by the way a kind of an echo of the mighty Quinn in the, in oh, the introduction? Oh my God! Yes, a little bit, which yeah. he's also sung on Gilbert <laughs> and, <laughs> and and take a swig or a puff of. I said, "Oh my God!" Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we were we were talking last week about how uh, when we were listening to Sinatra's version of uh, of Mrs. Robinson, which by the way we'll have to go out on. Because uh, it's too good. We, it's too good, and we need we need we need, crazy we, bird. We, we, need a, we need to revisit it. But, the, but again, listen to the musicians. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. So thank you to uh, Mason Wood. I really loved Gilbert's rendition of "I Am Woman." Yes. I, it moved me. Um, thank you, and thank you to uh, Paul Ekstrom, and thank you to our friend Derek Herr. Here we go. Mrs. Robinson, Jilly loves you more than you will <laughs> this, know. This, I can't get over this one. It's a gift that keeps giving. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Listen to that band. Hey, hey, hey. Peace. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. It swings. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Sammy Nestico or somebody. We'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. And? We'd like to learn to help yourself. And? Look around you. It's a Gino tribute. See our sympathetic eyes. Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. The PTA, the PTA. Yeah. Robinson, won't okay the way you do your thing. That's ding ding ding. And you'll get your Mrs. Robinson fooling with that young stuff like you do. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> Future episode will have you do this as oh, Sinatra. Okay. <laughs> Still good. Well, have you heard, Mrs. Robinson? Mine is fine as wine, and I should know. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. So much for the DiMaggio mention. Oh, yeah. Throws that one out. Yeah. That. <clears throat>
You know, he, he does. Come on, Jilly. Mrs. Robinson, how's your bird? How's your bird? He's, he's, yes. he's, he's getting ready for, have you heard? Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. How's your bird, Gilbert? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, borderline dirty. Do you like the way Gilbert <laughs> yes. does his thing? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> he was just freestyling. Uh, yeah. As Bruno Kirby says in Spinal Tap, you know when you've lived and Loved and lost, like Frank has. <laughs> Gil? Yes? Take us out. Okay. Well, once again, I I want to... Uh, we're all crying together today <laughs> because of the lesbian marriage suicide pact of Helen Reddy and Julie Andrews. Where... He is horrible! He is horrible! Thank you. My sentiments. <laughs> this has been another edition. A sad, sad edition. <laughs> Where we're all sitting shiver for Helen Ray and Julie Andrews and Gilbert and Frank. Oh. Amazing, colossal Helen Reddy. And Julie Andrews less <laughs> obsession. You're an evil, evil man. This could be this <laughs> You're could a be twisted individual. The last <laughs> podcast. The last it could episode. Be. <laughs> <laughs>